Hallelujah. Help me to say good morning to your neighbor. And if you don't have anyone to say good morning to, it means you are not sitting well. Can we ask the Lord to speak to us this morning? And ask him to reveal his mind again unto us today. Lord, speak to us this morning, we pray. We ask you to reveal your mind and your perfect counsel unto us again this morning. In the name of Jesus. If you don't mind, please rise. As we release ourselves to the agenda of the Holy Spirit for this service. You just release yourself to the Holy Ghost and begin to pray in other tongues right now. Lord, I release myself to the agenda of your spirit for today's service. I, I release myself unto you, Holy Spirit, as I pray in other tongues right now. Don't look at anybody, you just focus on the Lord and pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. The waters will get to you. The waters will get to you. Something they call crevices hidden places between rocks the waters will get there the waters will get there and every 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 burden will be rolled away every reproach will be rolled away every shame will be rolled away in the name of jesus there will be solutions there'll be answers there'll be solutions this morning there shall be answers this morning hallelujah and, and somebody's you're you are crossing a barrier <laughs> you are, somebody is here you are crossing a barrier this morning you are crossing a barrier this morning. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Yes, there is flight. There is speed. There is flight. There is speed. There is flight this morning. And there is speed. So things will begin to happen very fast from now. Father, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. Hallelujah thank God for those that have gone to the field they will bring, the Lord will bring them back safely, there will be encounters on the field this morning as well in the name of Jesus, we want to thank God for the rock kids our children uh, in their own church right now praise God forever church on the gallery, good morning hallelujah, it's good to see your faces even though I can't see some of you too well, but I can see some of you as well, praise the Lord I can see Mr. and Mrs. Okoronko there. Am I right or wrong? Is that you? It's you, I know. Amen. Can I see Mr. and Mrs. Adekule? Is that you? 
That's you. That's right. I can't see the lady seated beside you. I can't see her face. I can see Honorable John O. For you to know that I'm seeing some of you. Hallelujah. Is that Brother Adeshoko? Yes, I can see you. Why are you sitting beside the Yoruba section? You are sitting beside your wife when, when service is going on. Don't you know you should be a spiritual man? Then why is Mr. Oloye sitting beside Pastor Oloye? I don't know. And uh, Mr. Sidako sitting beside uh, Mr. I don't know. I'm just saying my own. Rules for thriving. Good morning. Rules for thriving. Rules. What are rules? The, the guideposts that regulate conduct or action. There are standards or principles, if you like, uh, that uh, determine what we do, that influence what we do, that undergird what we do. Uh, rules must be followed if we want to get the results that we want to get or that we seek to get. So if you're driving, for instance, there are rules for driving in the Federal Republic of Nigeria. Some do not even know that we have a book called the Highway Code in Nigeria. How many people are familiar with the Highway Code? Uh, many people have never seen that book before and they've been driving for 20 years. No wonder they drive the way they drive. Because uh, there is a rule for the roundabout depending on the side of a road you're coming from. There is a rule that says you give way to traffic on the left. That rule is written and unwritten. And any time the rule changes, it will be specified because there are times you must give way to traffic on the right. And then there is something called right of way. Somebody usually will have right of way. Some don't know. They don't know what the highway code is. If, if you put some symbols in front of some drivers right now, they can't interpret it. You know, uh, double corner ahead, you know, hazard ahead, double bend ahead, dangerous bend ahead, slippery surface. They don't know the symbols for some of those things. They just drive. And when you try to say they, they abuse you, Okada Rider does not even know anything about anything. Some don't know that Okada Riders under the rules of the land must have license, driver's license. I hope you know. Okada Rider must have driver's license. If you are in church and you have a bike and you don't have a license, you are contravening the law. Believe me. Amen. Go and get your license. Recently, <laughs> or maybe not too recently, some members of the church were arrested by the police in Aquata Division there for some traffic offenses or something. And they asked uh, some of them for their driver's license. They, they, they didn't have. But they said, don't you know our church? That's our church. So our church is the driver's license. Amen. Go and get your license. Rules that regulate conduct, that regulate our action. Amen. Rules. Praise the Lord. And some people are here who don't pay taxes. You don't pay tax. And you earn income. I, hope, I want you to know that you are a fraud as far as taxation is concerned, because you are committing a tax fraud. Pastor, did they send you to us this morning? Yes. Rules. Praise the Lord. Go and pay your taxes. How much do I make? Income. From any business, trade, profession, or vocation. And uh, that tax will be wholly, reasonably, necessarily, and which one again? Rain. Help me, accountants. So, go and pay tax. Ah, pastor, is this my small business? You know, I'm just doing it you know, under G. You're earning income, you must pay tax. 
She's someone that cannot pay tax. Is the one that you expect to pay tight. That's another rule for the kingdom. Pay your tithes. Some don't. They say, how much is the money that I must pay tight? It's not yours. 10% of what you earn does not belong to you. It is your worship unto the Lord for who he is in your life. Amen. And I do not stand here as a judge. I'm simply saying what I also do. Praise the Lord. I'm not ashamed to say I'm a taxpayer in your state. And I've been a taxpayer in your state for many years. For many years. Praise the Lord. Okay. Rules for thriving. To thrive is to do well like we know. And in the midst of all that is happening, God is saying you can thrive. In the midst of a dysfunction, in the midst of a challenges, in the midst of a hardships, in the midst of well price increase, in the midst of uh, speculations about uh, uh, raising the cost of fuel because there are speculations again. Last week we had they wanted to push it to 1,200 naira per liter. In the midst of all that, 580 per liter. If you see any station where they're selling for 580 per liter, you think there's scarcity in town. Vehicles will line up. And then you now see across the road where they're selling at 620, there'll be no car there, or maybe just one car. So you are, already you understand what is going on, the dynamics at play. Amen. In the midst of all that, we can thrive. In the midst of all the negative news about kidnapping here and there, God expects us to thrive. Amen. I remember that Job, is it Job 5.22 says, at famine and destruction, what are we going to do? At famine and destruction, what are we going to do? At famine and destruction, what are we going to do? Why would you laugh because you are thriving? Why would you laugh because some way, somehow, grace is insulating you? Why would you laugh because some way, somehow, you are different? You are standing out. Hallelujah. That is God's mind for me at this time to thrive. I thought somebody would say the same about himself or herself. That that is God's mind for me at this time. He expects me to thrive. He desires for me to thrive. So uh, we've been talking about thriving for a while. Last Sunday we were talking about wired to thrive. And today we're looking at rules for thriving. So thriving will answer to a set of rules, to a set of principles. So you can call this, uh, you know, rules for thriving. You can say three rules and three places. Three rules, then three places. The first place or rule number one is God's place. Somebody say God's place. If you want to thrive, understand the dynamics of God's place. Understand your responsibility as far as God's place is concerned. Understand your position as far as God's place is concerned. You are in a place. You are in a position. If you are a believer in Christ, you must stay there. It is God's place. If you are not in God's place, you don't expect to thrive. You must be in God's place. You must be where God is. You must stand where he's standing. I must stand where he's standing. God's place is the place of his glory. Where the glory of God is, that is where you stand. That is where you stay. That is where you abide. Where the word of the Lord is, that is where you stand that is where you stay that is where you abound where the wisdom of God is that is where you stand that is where you stay that is where you abide God's place someone say God's place help me tap your neighbor and say God's place uh -huh. God's place rule number one God's place the Bible talks to us or tells us about the right hand of God the right hand of God is in his place. The right hand of God is the hand of glory. The hand, right hand of God is the hand of power. Hallelujah. 
Let's see something, a few scriptures. Psalm 48 and verse 10. According to thy name, O God, so is thy praise unto the ends of the earth. Thy right hand is full of righteousness. When Moses was uh, given his rounding up prayers, uh, he talked about the right hand of God from where flashes of lightning were coming from. He said he gave Israel a fiery law from his right hand. Uh, the right hand of God is the right hand of power. We see something about the story of Jesus in Mark's gospel chapter 16 and verse 19. Are we still together, please? I need everyone to be here. Uh, those who, who read literature, who said, ladies and gentlemen, lend me your ears? Was it Brutus? Who said it? Lend me your ears. Was it Brutus that said so? Yeah. I, I didn't do literature, but I used to listen to literature students many years ago. You know, Shakespeare. Lend me your ears this morning. Hallelujah. Lend me your ears. I'm not going to use your ears. I have mine already. I'm simply saying, attend to what you're hearing. Like uh, Solomon wrote in Proverbs, uh, my son, I tend to my words. Incline thine ear to my sayings. Amen. So this morning, hearken, praise the Lord. Somebody's husband's name is Kenneth. They call him Ken. So one day she said she was reading the Bible and she saw hearken. She looked at it again. She saw hearken. She went back to her husband. She said, come, come. He said, read this. He said, Hacken. He said, no, it's not. He said, here, Ken. The man's name is Ken, Kenneth. He said, here, Ken. So anything I tell you from today, here. Ah. Thank God for women. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, Mark's Gospel, chapter 16 and verse 19. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat where? And sat where? On the right hand of God. The place of authority. The place of influence. The place of dominion. The place where things happen. God's place. Know that place. Stay there. Hallelujah. Isaiah 58 and 11. What will happen in the place of God? When a child of God is where the place of God is. What will happen? Isaiah 58 and 11. And the Lord shall guide thee continually. You won't lack for guidance. And satisfy thy soul in drought. So when all is dry, you will know satisfaction. When you are in God's place. Let's start again from verse 11. And the Lord shall guide thee continually. You will know where to go. Your steps will be ordered. Your thoughts will be ordered. Your decisions will be ordered. Your decisions will not be general decisions. Your plans will not be general plans. It may not be popular. As long as the Lord is the one guiding you. Amen. Praise the Lord. These are the times. These are the seasons to know those who are different. Hallelujah. In Nigeria now, let's know who is different. Let's know who is serving God. Let's know who is a covenant child. Let's know who is not. These are the times. Hallelujah. So this is a time of the manifestation of a covenant. Praise the Lord. The Bible is saying the whole creature is groaning, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Uh, that scripture is more relevant now. So every challenge that is out there in the world is waiting for our manifestation. You must not fall. You must stand. I must not be consumed. I must stand out in what is going on. Hallelujah. I said Hallelujah. Pastor, you don't understand. Business may not be good. Eh, that's what we're talking about, what we're talking about. Business is not good. I don't know where I'm going to pay school fees. That's what we're talking about, what we're talking about. Who is with me this morning? Praise the Lord. If you have another solution outside God, ah, I wish you well, you can go. Praise the Lord. But this is the one that I know. This is the one that never fails. Hallelujah. 
never fails, never fails. Isaiah 58, 11 again. Let's read. With meaning. And the Lord shall guide me continually. And satisfy my soul in drought. So make it personal to yourself as you are reading it. And make fat my bones. Ah, when my bones are made fat. You don't understand. There is no dryness around me. There is health around me. My bones are made fat. And I shall be like a watered garden. When a garden is watered, it is fresh. The leaves are green. Proverbs eleven twenty eight. Don't forget our confession for this month. It says, "But the righteous shall thrive like a green leaf." When you are a watered garden, everywhere is green. Everywhere is fresh. Hallelujah. I see commotion at the back, please. Let's settle down at the back. You are distracting me at the back, please. And thou shalt be like a watered garden. And like a spring of water whose waters fail not. That's talking about me. Hallelujah. My waters will not fail. And my waters will not fail. My supply will never fail. In season, out of season, there shall be supply. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, some people's wells, January, February, their wells will dry up. Why? Because uh, the, the water level has receded. Amen. And they've been using water, but the rate at which water is springing up from the well does not match the rate at which they are consuming water. So at the end of the day, they have dry wells, and they begin to look in the same neighborhood. They begin to look for those whose wells are functioning. So in, in the same neighborhood, some people's wells will be dry, and some people's wells will have water. Doesn't it happen? Is that not why some people will leave their own houses and go and fetch water in other houses, and it's the same season? Hallelujah. May you be that source of, of water. In your own well, satisfying those who don't have. It is because God has put you over that you can be a blessing to others. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And you know, it's, it's not uncommon these days to wake up in the morning and find a text message. Please, uh, I need help. Any amount is okay. This is my account number. Is this strange? Someone that has never asked you for money before. Uh, sorry, this is my account number. Uh, please, I need help. Any amount. Will be okay. Somebody said yesterday morning as I woke up, that was the first thing I saw. At, at times when you now send them money, they won't acknowledge it. They won't acknowledge it. So me, I won't deceive you. I will say noted. You're noted. There's going to be another time. Noted. Pastor, aren't you a pastor? I'm a pastor, but I I have a I'm a human being. Praise the Lord. Yesterday, I had to say, after three hours or four hours, kindly acknowledge the receipt of what I sent. Ah! <laughs> Thank you very much. Atua. If you don't know the meaning, don't bother. <laughs> you know something about God's place? The major distinctive about the place of God is it is the place of the supernatural. Everything that happens in God's place is against natural. It is supernatural. It's against logic. Hallelujah. You, you, you don't program God and program him and say, God must be like this. God must go like this. Ah! The man who is born of the spirit is a product of the breath of God. Is inapprehensible. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. One translation says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness apprehended it not. 
To comprehend is different from to apprehend. To comprehend is to understand. To apprehend is to take hold of. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness apprehended it not. The darkness is trying to take hold of it. It cannot apprehend it not. It can't take hold of. Why? He's a product of a spirit. Tell me, who can catch the breath? Who can catch the air? Who can catch the wind in your hands? Catch the wind. Let's see. You are a product of that breath. You are a product of that wind of God. Why? God's place, the supernatural. They can't catch you. But if you believe they can catch you, they will catch you. Mm, because God honors our faith and he honors our fears. Did you hear what I said? God honors our faith and he honors our fears. Job said, that which I greatly feared has come upon me. Whatever you fear, God will honor for you. Whatever you believe and trust from God's word, God will honor for you. So where are you standing? In faith or in fear? God's place. The place of a supernatural. There was a time Hagar, Hagar, Adam, uh, Abraham's servant, was sent away from home. You know, you, know, you know, she was sent away twice. The first time, it was Madame that said, you have to leave. Now that you are pregnant, you are now... You're not being rude and insultive. Come on, out of here. You're a slave girl. Out. And she drove her away. Abraham looked the other way. Because uh, <laughs> Madame was talking. After a while, for that first account, remember that the angel appeared to Agar and said, Agar, Sarah's mate, go back to your master. Submit. So she went back. She had the child. And after a while, the child too began to mock you know, Isaac, because Isaac was born then. And uh, God was the one now, who now should I say? Send the slave girl away and her son. Ah! He pained Abraham, but he had no choice. He had to obey. Obedience is not always sweet. Obedience is not always sweet. Praise the Lord. Can I say one more time? Obedience is not always palatable, but it is always rewarding. I'm talking about obedience to the Lord. And so, all Abraham gave Hagar was a bottle of water and little bread for herself and her son. And the water finished in no time. It was desert environment. The bread finished in no time. And she put the boy a distance away from herself, waiting for him to die. Waiting for herself to die. Because there was nothing around her. Nothing. She was abandoned. She was alone. She was in a lonely place. But something happened. Read that story very well. Something happened. The Bible says the Lord had the voice of a young lad. Meaning Hagar was not praying. It was the boy. The young, it was a teenager. It was the boy that the Lord heard his voice. You have a choice in what is happening. You can choose to seek God's face and call upon him and hold him on his word or you can complain and gripe like every other person. So Hagar was complaining. I'm sure she was in bitterness. See what uh, these people did for me. Me, I served them with all of my heart. See, the madam drove me out the first time. She was the one that said I should come and sleep with her master. Now they have driven me away. What kind of life is this? Is this how somebody believes in? Bitterness. Hey, you don't need bitterness now. Praise the Lord. Who is with me up to now? Uh, you don't need that one. She didn't pray, but the, vo the Lord had the voice of a young lad. And the Lord said, Hagar! 
He opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. Ah! So this was here. And that's how their story changed. Amen. So God's place. Israel was in the wilderness how many years? 40 years. Legitimately or ordinarily, they should have been in the wilderness for just two years. In fact, by the time they got to the edge of the land of promise in Kadesh Barnea, they were 11 days away from where they were going. And then because they doubted what God was saying, he, he took them back again for a generation of those who doubted to die. And they spent additional 38 years in the wilderness because they doubted. Don't doubt. When you're in God's place, don't doubt God. Don't doubt what he's saying. Don't doubt his ability. Don't doubt his wisdom. Don't doubt his person. Don't doubt his glory. Don't doubt his plans. Don't doubt his strategies. Don't doubt his principles. Don't doubt. Who is with me up till now this morning? Don't doubt. And in the wilderness, there was no food. They didn't have banks. They didn't have hospitals. They didn't have... uh, all the structures you will say civilization will require, they did not have, but they had God. And he took care of them in the wilderness. Ha! There was a time they had no water. They cried out to Moses. The, Moses cried out to the Lord. The Lord said, throw the stick in the water. Bitter waters became sweet. After they got to Elim, a place of 70 palm trees and so on, and they saw, supernaturally they were sustained. The Lord will tell them, I'm going to give you food. Two rations, or twice a day. Morning and evening. And the Lord said, I'm going to make dew fall on the ground. That was an unknown strategy before that time. I said, don't doubt his strategies. As so manna will fall. In fact, dew will fall. When the dew lifted because of heat from the sunlight, they will see that something had been left behind. The dew brought the manna. The dew brought the manna. And that's a type of something in God's word. The dew, a type of God's spirit, will bring the manna sustenance. The spirit of God will bring your sustenance. The spirit of God will bring your sustenance. So when the dew lifted the manna, the spirit of God will bring your sustenance. On a daily basis, the spirit of God will direct you and inspire you and instruct you if you will allow him. If you will allow him. With the dew came the manna. Supernatural sustenance. But I want to say something in 2 Kings chapter 4. God's place. Don't forget God's place. Hallelujah. There are two miracles recorded in the place I want us to read in 2 Kings chapter 4, 39 to 34. First, we're going to read from 39 to verse 41. Two miracles recorded here in the days of Elisha and the sons of a prophet. You know, Elijah was a type of John the Baptist. Elijah was a type of John the Baptist. He was a lunar. He was a lunar. He operated a loon wild man everything about him was strange his food was locust and wild on him all those things <laughs> strange man elijah that uh, ravens will feed i mean but elisha was the type of jesus he always had the sons of the prophets around him like jesus will always have the disciples and the apostles around him okay now second Kings chapter 4 39 and one went out into the field let's take note that is one of the sons of the prophets, went out into the field to gather herbs and found a wild vine and gathered thereof wild gods, his lap full. 
It's like saying in our day and time, let's go and gather water leaf. How many of you know water leaf? What was the Yoruba word for water leaf? Who can help me? Bure, water leaf. And I'm told that uh, Kuta people like water leaf a lot. True or false? You know, that they like water leaf a lot. You know? So, that man went out to gather water leaf. He saw some, he also saw some herbs looking like water leaf. He gathered everything together. Wild gods. And uh, his lap was full of what he gathered. And he must have been excited. The oh, today we're going to have a proper feast. Because we have more than enough that we need. Verse 40. So they poured out for the men to eat. After they had made a pot of food. A pot of pottage. They shred them. So they cut them. You know. And they cooked. But it was wild gods. They, did, they didn't know them. Verse 40. So they poured out for the men to eat. And it came to pass as they were eating of the pottage. That they cried out and said. Oh thou man of God. There is death in the pot. In other words. This is poisonous. This is toxic. And they could not eat thereof. But he said, then bring meal. I'm reading Old King James. Meal. What does meal mean there? Flour, flour. Bring flour. Bring flour. You know the meal offering they offered in the Old Testament, the flour offering, you know, it was an offering of pleasantness, was an offering of acceptance, was an offering of a blessing of the Lord. He said, bring meal. He said, bring meal. He said, bring meal. Then bring meal. He didn't think twice about it. He was inspired there. God's please. Bring meal. And he cast it into the pot and said, pour out for the people that they may eat. And there was no harm in the pot. First miracle, wild herbs became healthy food. You didn't hear what I said? Wild herbs became healthy food. In God's place, what does not look like it will turn out to be it. When you're in God's place, what does not look like it will turn out to be it. So don't despise anything. Don't despise anything the Lord is leading you towards. Don't despise. Amen. Because wild herbs now became healthy food. And that day, it, after introducing the meal, the flour, you know, it must have become tasty. And they could eat and they were filled and they were satisfied. Hallelujah. Thou shalt eat in plenty and be satisfied and do what? And praise the name of the Lord your God. Amen. Second miracle from verse 42. Let's read. Second miracle from verse 42. And there came a man from Baal Shalisha and brought the man of God bread of the first fruits, 20 loaves of barley. We don't know how big. And full ears of corn in the husk thereof. So the corn was still in the husk. And he said, who said? Elisha, the man of God said, give unto the people that they may eat. How many loaves of bread? 20. And then, we don't know the number of a corn. He said, give it to them. And his servitor, I like old King James here, his servitor. Servitor, the man to serve. <laughs> servitor. Look, look beside you and say servitor. See you. And his servitor said, what? Should I say this before an hundred men? That is when we got to know that they were hundred in number. 
plus Elisha, they must have been 101. My thinking. They could be 99. Elisha could make it 100. But he said, what? For me to set this before 100 men? How many loaves? 20 barley loaves before 100 men? Not 100 boys, though. 100 men? You, you, you know who a man is? Praise the Lord. A male adult. Hallelujah. And in our day and time, if you buy 300 naira loaf of bread or 400 naira loaf of bread, just do this. Once you squeeze it, it's gone. It's okay for some ladies, but you do know that some ladies who eat more than men. Once you just squeeze it, 300 naira. Am I, am I saying the obvious? 300 naira. Any loaf of bread you buy that you cannot squeeze cannot be less than 800, 900. In fact, I like Kilimanjaro bread. The last time I got it was 1,100. And I tried to regulate my eating of bread so that I won't grow a surface tank. Because it's white bread, so you understand. I, I said, wait, oh. when I came the other day, it was 900. The other day, you said 1,000. Now it's 1,100. As dollar rate is going up, the cost of uh, Kilimanjaro bread is going up. You can't squeeze that one like this. But 20 barley loaves for 100 men. You know what the servant, when he said, what? The servant was saying, oh God, you must be joking. Oh God, this is ridiculous. How do I do this? Let's read on. And the servant said, what? Should I set this before 100 men? He said again, he said again, because he had said the first time, give the people. He said again, ah, God is not changing what he's saying, no. Praise the Lord. God is not saying what he, what, what he said before. Whatever he told you, he's not changing his mind. If he's saying thrive, he's saying thrive. If he's saying thrive, he's saying thrive. Praise the Lord. If he's saying thrive, he's saying thrive. He said again, give the people that they may eat. For thus here the Lord, they shall eat and shall live thereof. The first miracle, what was wild, turned to food, proper food. The second miracle, there was supernatural provision that was inadequate. It was supernatural provision, but was inadequate. Don't despise little. That little carries the potential for much. For who had despised the days of little beginnings? Don't despise your little. Hallelujah. There is potential in your little for it to become much. Praise God. Who is with me up till now? Ha! He said, for thus here the Lord, you shall eat, you shall have leftover. You know what that means? They will be able to bless others. <laughs> so the second miracle, supernatural but insufficient supply that became more than enough. Why? God's place. Why? God's place. Why do we know and why do we say that they were in God's place? They were where the word of the Lord is. The prophet of God, Elisha in this case, was the symbol of the word of God. So when you are in God's place, you are where his word is. Let me tell you something. The Lord is saying to somebody, I will clear your mess. The Lord is saying to somebody, I will clear your mess. I will clear your mess. That mess is very messy. Very messy. But he says he's going to clear it. And he's going to do it how? 
on the strength of his word. When he chose to reveal himself to Samuel in Shiloh, how did he do it? By the word of the Lord. 1 Samuel 3.21, by the word of the Lord. He revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh, by the word of the Lord. He will clear your mess by the power of his word. Hallelujah. And those who knew you before will say, oh, it's not the one. It's the one. And you will tell them it's me. Like that man who was born blind. He will clear your mess. Number two place. Rule number two. Ideas place. Ideas. The place of ideas. The place of ideas. The place of ideas. Rule number one. God's place. Or place number one. God's place. Place number two. Ideas place. The place of ideas. The place of ideas. Can I say this? I have said it before. I will say it again. Ideas rule the world. Ideas rule the world. Ideas rule the world. Ideas rule the world. When there are no ideas, then poverty is imminent. Ideas rule the world. Are you a person of ideas? And we're not talking about just ideas. Inspired ideas. Inspired ideas. The place of inspired ideas. So there are two things in the ideas place. There's revelation and there is inspiration. There is revelation and there is inspiration. When Hagar prayed in Genesis 31, what happened? Her eyes opened to see the well. Or when the boy prayed and the Lord answered, her eyes opened, she saw the well. The Lord opened her eyes. The well had always been there. But she could not access that well outside of revelation. There are some opportunities around us that we will not see outside revelation. It takes revelation to see the things that God has placed around you. Revelation. And here you are. You are not in God's place. How would you see? You'll be full of complaint and bitterness and anger. Anything that is good, you will always rebel and resist it. Why? Because you are the one staying away from God's place. And it's as though God is unfair to you. No. The place of ideas. What does Job tell us? Job 32. And verse 8. Is it verse 8? Job 32, 8. Am I correct? Let's see. Yeah. Now, can you, I want you to give it to us in message translation. Job 32, verse 8. Let's see. Let's read together. But I see. Let's read together. One, two. Church, let's go. But I see I was wrong. It is God's spirit in a person. The breath of the Almighty One that makes wise human insight possible. Continue. Continue. The experts have no corner on wisdom. Getting old does not guarantee good sense. I warn you. Let's read, let's read on. <laughs> so I've decided to speak up. Listen well. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think. Because Elihu, who was speaking here, was the youngest of all the people who were there. But he said, but there is a spirit in man. The spirit of, go back to verse 8. God's spirit in man. Verse 8, yeah. It's God's spirit in a person. The breath of the Almighty One that makes wise human insight possible. That makes wise human insight possible. Revelation. Wise human insight. Insight. What we need many times is insight. What we need many times is insight. 
What we lack many times is insight. What we lack many times is revelation. That revelation comes on the strength of inspiration. You will be inspired by the spirit of God that is inside of you. Ideas, please. Ideas, please. So two things, revelation and inspiration in knowing what to do. In knowing what to do. Familiar story from the Bible. Let's read Genesis chapter 30. We're going to read from verse 37. We're going to read the message translation. Genesis chapter 30 from verse 37. The message translation. But, so let's read together. Let's read together. It's on the screen. But Jacob got fresh branches from poplar, almond, and plane trees and peeled the back, leaving white stripes on them. He stuck the peeled branches in front of the watering troughs where the flocks came to drink. When the flocks were in heat, that is when they felt like mating, to mate, to have sexual intercourse, animals, because some don't know mating, they came to drink and mated in front of the strict branches. Then they gave birth to young that were strict or spotted or speckled after the manner of the designs he had peeled on their backs. Jacob placed the ewes, the young ones, before the dark-colored animals of Laban. That way, he got distinctive flocks for himself, which he didn't mix with Laban's flocks. Where is it? And when the studier, that is the stronger animals, were mating, what did Jacob do? Jacob placed branches at the troughs in view of the animals so that they mated in front of the branches. Which branches? Poplar, almond, plane trees that we read in verse 37. But he wouldn't set up the branches before the weaker or the feebler animals. That way, the feeble animals went to Laban, the sturdy ones to Jacob. Pause, pause, pause. Weak animals to Laban. Strong animals to Jacob. So I say Jacob. True to type, that's Jacob. Because even his name meant supplanter, deceiver, cheat. And uh, Laban felt he could match him at that game, you <laughs> It wasn't his original idea to do this to his uncle. It was because of what the uncle did. Jacob started with no parent stock. What Laban did was he separated all the animals three days' journey between Jacob and his own sons. Three days. So none of those animals could stray to Jacob's side. And then Jacob had no male and female to start off with. Because all the dark-colored animals, plain-colored animals, belonged to Laban. And he had said, your own wages will be the speckled ones and the spotted ones and the ring straight one. Where will I get them from? It was at point zero. Ground zero. But see what he did. Next verse, please. The man got richer. And richer. Starting from where? Zero. The man got richer. And richer. 
acquiring huge flocks, lots and lots of servants, not to mention camels and donkeys. That's all. The man got richer and richer. He had lots and lots of servants. There was somebody who had zero. He was employed with zero wages, zero prospects, zero promises. It was tough. He had a family to look after, but nothing to, to look after them with. And his uncle walked away. That was meant to be his uncle. Ah, if uncles are like that, maybe we don't need uncles. But don't forget you are one. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What was the game changer for Jacob? Ideas. Inspired ideas, revelation and inspiration. The Bible does not tell us how Jacob came up with that strategy. But we understand that, that the thought must have come to him. Hallelujah. At the place of probing. The place of ideas is the place of probing. You probe. You probe. You dig. You dig. You go deeper. You go deeper. You seek. You study. You pray. You learn. You research. You probe. You go deeper. When you're probing, you're going beneath the surface. Some Christians, some business people are only surface people. Everything they do is on the surface. have two men both of them are close to 80 now one is uh, 78 one is 79 when they were much younger they're my relations they're my uncles when they were much younger sometime in 1988 how many years ago was that that's like 36 years ago one of them told me he said, Tolu, he said, this one again thing you people are saying is true. See, only God can help somebody. He said, the other one, you know, I said there are two of them. He said, he noticed he has some books he reads. So he said, he now started looking at the title of the books and the names of the authors. Ah, he said, there's one man they are calling uh, Kenneth Hagin. He said, that is the book that uh, Muiwa is reading. He said, and we will drink uh, beer together. He said, we'll, we'll do all those things together. He said, but Muiwa will go, and that every Wednesday, Muiwa prays and fasts. And that he doesn't pray. And that Muiwa is getting results. And that one day, he went somewhere. Federal Minister of Finance. Then, Federal Secretary was in Ikoi. There was an office, external finance office, you know. If you wanted to take a loan and you needed guarantee, you know, from the federal government, you would go there. Anyway, he went there. He was doing a project and he was refused. He said, Muiwa looked at him and said, Odene, you are a fool. How can you go somewhere and they turn you back? He said, he said, me work with me, Lord, he said, me work with me. And, and, and you know, there are age men, they grew up, they went to primary school together, they were born around the same time. He said, ah! 
He said, then another guy, those are the books he's reading, and that every Wednesday he prays and fasts. He said, so to me too, I started to do it. He said, the first time I fasted, I had diarrhea. He said, I had dysentery. He said, ah! He said, I almost died. He said, I don't know how much. <laughs> so he now learned that his friend, they were relations, cousins, so had a strategy for his business. One day, in the days of a money market, for those who were around in the days of a money market, in the days of a money market, what we used to do in the financial sector was we bought money and sold money. Nigeria has been through all sorts. We buy money and we sell money. So 1989, 1990, 91, 92. How many remember Forum Finance? So we bought money, we sold money. In the days of money market. This man was approached by a bank. I won't mention their name. The bank approached him. I said, come and invest. Come and deposit funds. He said, on one condition. You, you, you know how much he had? He had 25 million naira. It was a lot of money then. But, but he had a parcel of land in VI. Not far from legally owned it. In VI. He said, on one condition. On the condition that every month, that 25 million will earn me interest of 5 million naira. You know, then it was money market. We're buying money, selling money. He said, you, that 25 million will earn me interest of 5 million. I don't want my interest up front. I want it back ended every month. They said, deal. We have a deal. He even put a nominee on the board of that bank because of the extent of the money he was bringing. They said, no problem. You know what he did? His younger brother was the architect. He trained him. He sent him to University of Ife. That one's older brother was conscious of you. He said, get one of you that is a civil engineer. He had this consortium. So the design of the building was ready. Structural drawings were ready. Everything was ready. Everything was ready. He now said, conscious of your... We call him Brawali. He said, Wale, you do your bill of quantity such that what five million can do every month is what the bill will contain. He used 25 million to build a skyscraper, to build... In, in Victoria Island. It's still there. I won't mention the name. With 25 million. Ah! The day the other one told me, it was the other one that told me the story. He said, to Tobias Jemini, is the 25 million I will put in the building and whenever the construction stops, that's the end. Whenever there is money again, we'll come back. He said, ah! He said, we my bro. He said, where is strategy? Ideas. Ideas. Let the Holy Spirit give you insights. Prove. Pray. Hallelujah. There is a realm when we leave the known for the unknown. That realm is the realm of the Spirit of God. What takes a child of God to that realm? The ability to pray in other tongues. Deep calleth unto the deep Psalm 42, I believe I said, deep call it unto the deep at the voice of thy water spouts. So, only the deep can attract the deep. So, if you're on the surface, you cannot attract the deep. So, go deep to attract depth. Who is with me up to now? And deep call it unto, go deeper to attract that which is deep. Praise the Lord. Ah, the Bible says, the spirit searches all things. 
He says, yeah, the deep things of God. God has surface things. God has deep things. To access the deep things, we have to go deeper. Spend time praying in the Holy Ghost. Ask him for solutions. Ask him for solutions. Probe, probe, probe. Ideas will come. Ah, pastor, how will I know that the ideas are coming? Whatever your thoughts are telling you. The spirit of a man is the candle of a Lord. It enlightens the innermost parts of his belly. Your spirit is your candle to instruct you. And the spirit of God dwells where? In your spirit. So whatever you capture in your spirit is like your thoughts. It's like your thoughts. But when we thoughts like, uh, go and cook rice and beans. Are you hungry? Cook rice and beans. It's not that one we're talking about. Who is with me up to now? Ideas. I said ideas rule the world. Ideas rule the world. On the strength of revelation, on the strength of inspiration, Jacob did it. He came up with that model. He didn't go to school to learn uh, 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 genetics or genetic en- engineering. He didn't go to school to learn that. The Holy Spirit gave it to him, gave him the formula, gave him the model, gave him the idea. Let the Holy Spirit give you ideas. Let him give you formula. Maybe you are into a Greek business here. Let him give you a compound that others have never heard about. And guess what? Whatever the Holy Ghost gives you, if somebody else tries to make it, they won't get your results. Uh, that, that's something about him. There's, there's a divine copyright to ideas that the Holy Ghost gives his children. Did you hear what I said? There's a divine copyright. <laughs> so so that, that is why it is unique to you. Huh? God is original in his dealings because he has original children in mind. Praise the Lord. I won't take your time. The last place, the third row, your place. Your place. Your own place. You want to thrive? Stay in your place. But before you stay in your place, you must know your place. There are many who don't know their place. There are many who don't know their place. They see other people in their place. And they want to go to the place where other people are. Forgetting that God created you for your place. Stay in your place. What is your place? Your own place is your place of calling. Your place of assignment. Your place of giftings. Your place of ability. Your place of of your configuration, your wiring. You know we are wired differently. Some people can draw. Some of us cannot draw. Draw okay. Ah. (laughs) I can never forget from three when we started biology, with modern biology. Amoeba, spirogyra, all those things. They say nucleus, cytoplast, and so on. They ask us to draw huh? monocot and dicot. Monocotyledon, dicotyledon. Only God knows how I'm remembering these things. Monocot. I may remember monocot. Do you know? Draw it. Draw it. I will look, 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 look. He said, we should draw this thing. I said, okay, I will do my best. I can lay below, but to draw. But some people can draw and draw. And draw it. See, we are different. We are different. Your place. Your place is the originality of your identity. That is why your voice sounds the way your voice sounds. That is why your fingerprints are your fingerprints your place you carry an original identity under grace and in god hallelujah stay in your place you cannot thrive outside your place 
You can only thrive in your place. Your place is your place of comfort. Your place is your place of satisfaction. It's your natural place. It comes natural to you. You don't struggle in your place. Let me just put it that way. You don't struggle in your place. Give me the trumpet and let me blow the trumpet and see. Hallelujah. Have you seen birds struggle before? I have a prayer on my phone that somebody sent me. I played it for some people before. An old grandma sent me that prayer. She prayed the prayer in Ife dialect. If you know Ife people very well, when they begin to talk and the thing catches them, they begin to sing. They love to sing. Ha! She prayed that. I, I even played the prayer for my son. The other day, he didn't understand. I said, I took my phone away from him. I will translate the prayer for him. She said, Fish, they are not confused inside water. He said, Birds are never confused in the air. He said, Pastor, sorry, sorry, yes. that is, I will not be confused in life. She was praying for me. Why? Birds in the air are in their place. A couple of times, many years ago, they would want to kill um, catfish in the kitchen, live catfish. Now, I forget someone to kill the catfish, but you know, they could be very slippery. At times, while holding, the thing wriggles out and gets on the ground. When it's on the ground, it's helpless. The fish is helpless. So easily, just take it and kill it. But if it's inside water, why? It knows its place. Fish don't struggle inside water. They are in their natural habitat. Birds in the sky don't struggle. They are in the natural habitat. If you are in your place, your sustenance is guaranteed. Outside your place, na struggle. So you better ask the Lord to show you your place if you don't know your place. And the fact that you are in your place right now does not mean that you won't go through challenges in your place. You must understand how to stay in your place having convinced of having been convinced that you are in your place. Stay there. Because that wind of adversity is temporary. Hallelujah. For our light afflictions which are but for a season. They are working out an exceeding weight of glory for us. The message translation calls them, these light afflictions are small potatoes. We are going to overcome them. Someone say we overcome them. Hallelujah. So this is not the best of me. You are looking at me while I'm going through a tribulation. But don't forget that that tribulation or that turbulence will end. It is momentary. And after the turbulence... Chama, you will see me in another dimension of glory. Praise God. The sister said, when her husband was cutting her, and she's a bit on the big side, she said, one day he now said he wanted to take her home to introduce her 
to his parents, his people. So she said she, she did some amendments, some packaging, you know, so that the extras wouldn't really be too obvious. You know, women know how to, with guard rules and so on. You know what I mean? So she packaged. And still, the people still said, ah, ah. She's good, but uh, ah, don't you think she's a bit on the big side? So when she heard, she said, open all the packaging that I did. I know the next thing she said, she said, what if they had seen me in my full glory? What would they have said if they had seen me in my full glory? What made me remember that story is full glory. Your presence is not, is not you. Your full glory is still coming. Hallelujah. There's turbulence right now. You will weather the storm and you are going to get, but stay in your place. Don't, because of temporary challenges, change lane. When you understand that this is your track, don't change lane. Paul understood his calling. And Paul understood the calling of Peter. So the results of Peter did not intimidate Paul. The results of Paul did not intimidate Peter because Paul recognized where each person had been called to. His place. Know your place. I want to read from Galatians. Galatians chapter 2. Know your place. Know your place. Galatians chapter 2. I want to read from the Amplified. Amplified classic, please. Verse 7. Galatians 2 verse 7. Amplified. But on the contrary, when they really saw that I had been entrusted to carry the gospel to the uncircumcised, that is the Gentiles, just as definitely as Peter had been entrusted to proclaim the gospel to the circumcised, that is the Jews, they were agreeable. For he who motivated, that's where I'm going on. For he who motivated and fitted Peter and worked effectively through him. Three things. Motivated, fitted, and worked effectively. Please repeat those three things after me. Motivated, fitted, and worked effectively. Uh-huh. When you are in your place, there's that motivation there's that equipping, the fitting, and then there's that walking. Through him, for the mission to the circumcised, that is the Jews, motivated and fitted me and walked through me also for the mission to the Gentiles. So everybody knew everybody's place. So your place is the place of your calling, the place of your ability, the place of your fulfillment and satisfaction. Some people, there's nothing they cannot sell. There's a sister in church. I know, I know her strength is trading. One day I told her, I said, I hope you won't sell me. I look at her and say, there's nothing you can't sell. If they donate our heads, she will sell all our heads. She's in church this morning. I'm not looking in her direction deliberately. There's nothing she can't sell. So if that kind of person wants to pick up a white-collar job, waste of time. Waste of time. If your place is cooking, hey, there's one woman, she has uh, 
I'm a last spot in Toronto. Hey. Uh-uh. Global, she's known globally. Amala. Amala that you make. And uh, you just, ha, that is what somebody's gold mine is. Know your place. Stay in your place. Be disciplined with your place, you will thrive. Let us pray. Simple message. God's place. Ideas place. Your place. Somebody is here. A thought has been coming to you repeatedly. You've been pushing it aside. Pushing it aside. Pushing it aside. And uh, your emancipation. Your breakthrough is in that same thought. It's in that same thought. Revisit it. Do more research over it. Come up with a plan. Definite plan. Concerning it. And see what God will do. See what God will do. Yes, you went to school. Yes, you studied a particular course. But that idea has nothing to do with your course. Yes. Yes. Your training and your life assignment are not usually the same. My training and my life assignment in my case are not the same. There's relevance, but they're not the same. In the strictest sense of it. Please pray. And say, Lord, I will stay with your rules. Your rules of thriving. God's place, the place of the supernatural. I will never be weak there. Please stand as we pray. Please stand. I will never be weak. I will never be weak at the place of the supernatural. I will never be weak. I will never be weak at the place of the supernatural. I'll be strong. I'll be strong. Can you receive strength unto prayer? Can you receive strength unto prayer? Receive strength unto prayer. Receive strength unto obedience. Receive strength unto Walking with the Lord. Walking with the Lord. Ask the Lord to give you eyes that see. Eyes that see. See nice. Ask the Lord to give you ears that hear. Ears that hear. A heart that understands and comprehends. Tell him to show you what needs adjustment in your life. Whatever requires adjustment in your life, ask the Lord to show you, to reveal to you that which you should adjust. That which you should adjust. Some are here today, they've been seeking help from the wrong place. Tell the Lord to show you where your help is. And to lead you to where your help is. To lead you to where your help is. Ask the Lord to lead you to where your help is. To show you your help. To show you your help. And ask him for inspiration by his spirit. Inspired ideas. Inspired ideas. To thrive, inspired ideas. What you are doing right now, there's a way you can even do it better. Ask him to inspire, to inspire you, to inspire you, to show you, to show you, to lead you into that which you should do. In addition to what you are doing, or that which you should stop doing. Don't forget in life, there are things to start, there are things to stop, there are things to continue. So if there's something you must start, ask the Holy Ghost to reveal it to you. If there's something you must stop, ask the Holy Ghost to reveal it unto you. If there's something you must continue to do, ask the Holy Ghost to reveal it unto you. Holy Ghost, whatever it is I need to start doing, that I'm yet to start doing, reveal it unto me, I pray. And if there are the things I need to stop doing, that I've been doing all along, Holy Ghost, reveal it unto me as well. And Lord, help me to understand the things that I should continue to do so that I will continue to do them. In the name of Jesus. Lord, lead me by the power of your spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
ask him to anoint you with the spirit of power the spirit of power the spirit of power the spirit of power everything begins where god is ask him to anoint you with holding on power ask him to increase your capacity for god lord increase my capacity my spiritual capacity Lord, that your wisdom will fill me. Your wisdom will infuse me. Lord, every day of my life, I will not be deficient in your wisdom. I will not be deficient in your might and your power. I will not be deficient in your ability. I will not be deficient in your insight. Lord, increase my spiritual capacity. Increase my spiritual capacity. Increase. 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 Increase him to reveal himself the more unto you and to reveal his will expressly unto you that in revelation you will not be deficient in the power of revelation you will not be deficient lord reveal yourself unto me lord reveal yourself more and more unto me that in the power of revelation i'll not be deficient in the name of jesus somebody's promotion was just approved somebody's promotion was just approved Lord, we say thank you. Lord, we say thank you. And he started a process with you. I want you to understand that uh, what he has started, he has completed. So it, it, it is signed, it is sealed, it is delivered unto you. I'm not talking about the promotion. That one has been done. No, this is another thing. What he started with you, he has completed. So it is signed, it is sealed, it is delivered unto you. Lord, we say thank you. In the name of Jesus. If you are sick in your body, please touch wherever you are having the pains or the discomfort. Somebody's back is hurting. Your back is hurting. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed by the power of Yeshua. Yes, be healed. I, I, I come against every infirmity. Oh, bad ulcer. Bad ulcer. You, you, you've had uh, this gastric uh, discomfort. Bad. Bad, you know. Uh, reflux. Yes, reflux. In the name of Jesus, put your hands across your tummy. If it's in your tummy, wherever it is, at times it radiates to the back. In the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be set free. Be set free. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Whatever the devil has put a hand upon that is causing pain and affliction, devil, I command you, take your hands off. In the name of Jesus, take your hands off. Every prospect, every womb, every body, any, any part of the system in the body that you have put a hand upon, I command the fire of God to consume that hand in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Father, thank you. Father, thank you. Your daughter will get married this year. Uh-uh, it's for somebody. It's somebody's word. You've been bothered. She's of marriageable age. Nothing has been happening. Your daughter will get married this year. I'm simply saying what he's asking me to say. Your daughter will get married this year. And you will rejoice. You will rejoice. So never you forget today that that word is coming to you. Oh, Father, we say thank you. You are worthy to be praised. Worthy to be glorified. Worthy to be exalted. Who is ready for miracles? Miracles don't make sense. Miracles many times are illogical. Miracles many times don't follow a, a pattern that is established. 
miracles follow divine order with your hands up for those who believe God for miracles Lord let waves of glory sweep across the house waves of your glory sweeping across this house for signs and wonders and miracles of diverse dimensions and proportions at diverse times and seasons of life to the glory and honor of your name Lord let the inheritance speak let the covenant find expression in the lives of your people this morning and from this morning we count it done in Jesus name Amen Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. All heads bowed, all eyes shut. Last thing I want to do before I put the microphone down. You want to give your heart to Jesus. You want to start a new life. God's place. It starts from God's place. You want your sins forgiven, forgotten. And you're saying, Pastor, pray for me. I know Jesus is the way. Just raise up your right hand above your head. Nobody's looking at anybody. All heads bowed, all eyes shut. Just raise up your right hand above your head. That's the last thing I want to do before, before I put the microphone down. Whether you are up on the gallery, it makes no difference. Or you are watching online, or you are here. Just raise your... I said all eyes shut, please. And all heads bowed. Let's respect people's privacies. You want to surrender your heart to Jesus. Your heart is beating faster as I'm saying it. It's because God loves you and he wants to give you the best. And the best that God has on offer today is his son. And if you'll accept the son, you'll have the life of God in you. So you're raising the hand, raise it well. And the peace of God, the passeth all knowledge, will garnish your heart. Up on the gallery or down here. Okay, you want to rededicate your heart to Jesus? Anybody like that? You want to rededicate your heart to the Lord? Wherever you are, I'm not asking you to come out. Just wherever you are, just stand up wherever you are and let's, let's pray for you to rededicate your heart to the Lord. Up on the gallery or down here. Okay, I don't see anyone. That's fine. Please, let's invite the unsaved to church. Let them hear the gospel and be saved. Oh, there's someone. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. How many are there? Okay, so that's two. One, okay. Can, can the person place, I can't see the person. Can the person place the hand across the chest? Male or female? Female. And please repeat after me, sis. Thank you, Lord. For reaching out to me again I mean it with all my heart That I'm coming home Or I'm coming back to you You will accept me and keep me In your love All the days of my life Jesus You remain Lord to me And from today Lord Let this life thrive In righteousness Let this life thrive in holiness Let this life thrive in purity And let there be new things Springing up in this life these are the beginnings of new beginnings for her and you will keep her strong in jesus name amen amen thank you god bless you